Uh, plank, we like the word revenge. Okay. <laughs> we take pride in our play, and if somebody beats us, we kind of tip our hat, we go back to the drawing board, and we learn, and we find ways to get better. We definitely have done that. And to this team, it's like full circle. Okay, you saw us the second weekend. We didn't, we didn't, I mean, you guys played well. You flat out beat us. No excuses. But they're very anxious to come back kind of full circle and say, okay, now this is April and this is who we are. And I think it's hard to beat us twice. And our team takes a lot of pride in the fact that you may beat us once, but it's really hard for you to beat us twice. I think they really feel that. In, in a sense. And so there's nothing I have to do in motivating this weekend. I am really excited about um, our approach and what we're going to bring. Yeah, sounds like uh, the softball team noticed who they're playing this week, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're not scared of the word revenge. Sure. Yeah, yeah throw it out there. I love that. Yeah. How, how much better have you gotten since uh, since early in the season? You're about to uh, see how much better we've gotten. I like that. You know, find some different things to, to motivate and to – what she's trying to do, man. Throw in front of your team, put the gauntlet down, challenge them, and, uh, and see, see how they respond. Yeah, they're going to be – they'll be amped up. They want revenge. That's they'll, how it goes. They'll be very amped up. And the uh, top 25 finalists for player of the year in college softballs were, were released today. The top mm-hmm. 25, 20% are from OU. Alex Storacco, Jada Coleman, Tiare Jennings, Nicole May, and Jordy Ball. So your entire starting wow. rotation of three pitchers uh, were top 25 finalists player of the year. And they have the front runner right now, in my opinion, Jada Coleman. I think that she's going to win it. But 20% of the top 25, and honestly, like I could really argue Alyssa Brito, Kinsey Hansen, and Haley Lee. Like that those three are snubs and should have been on the list. So five well, may have been like on the uh, smaller side of how many players should have been there. Well, that's top 25. You know, I'm, I'm sure they break it down to maybe uh, a top 10 and then there'll be finalists or whatever. But unfortunately like that that's more of like a top 10 group you know yeah and probably because you've got so many on one team that you know probably there's going to be a couple that maybe don't take i, I seriously think that's it i don't mean yeah. i think that's right i mean if a player's a top 25 player she you know she should be in there but i think you're exactly right like those five that i just mentioned it wouldn't be all that shocking if all five are in the top ten or they say, mm-hmm. okay, well, we can't have all five, so we'll just have four of the top ten from OU. Right. You can't have their whole rotation. Well, yeah, actually, you can because um, they continue to get better and better and better. Um, yeah, I, I – Baylor's got um, – they better bring their A game. Yeah, and then some. <laughs> They're a game and then some, even though they get the home series this weekend. Have you uh, been by uh, over there to see? The, yeah. They're cruising on that stadium A couple now. of weeks ago, they are, they are cruising on it. And hopefully, weather permitting, they'll really be able to – you know, make some strides this summer. I don't yeah. know what your farmer's almanac says. <laughs> does it does it call for a very rainy summer, or what? What are we looking at here? I, oh, I, I don't oh. know. I don't know what the almanac says, but I just stepped outside for a brief moment. 
Uh, it feels like the pressure's dropping and she's unstable out there, Tyler. Oh, yikes. Yeah. Norman in a little bit of a danger zone today? That's I don't not know. Good. I don't know. We'll, we'll see, see what happens. Uh, okay, so I read a question on The Athletic today. It says, with USC, UCLA, Texas, and OU departing their respective conferences this season, what's one road game for each team worth taking in one last time? Okay. Final okay. time around the Big 12, what's, all right, yeah, I may have been to this place three or four times, but it's a good road trip for OU, and I'll take it there one last time. And I think it was old Stewie Mandel that said Oklahoma State for OU. And I said, what? No, come on. I, surely there's there's something a little bit better in the Big 12 for OU. There's not, because this is the thing, Teddy. They only play two teams. They only play two road games in the Big 12 this year that you've done previously. Right. So the options are at KU or at OSU this year, which I didn't realize till I went back and looked at it today. And it was like, oh, wow, all of OU's uh, conference road games this year are either a neutral site game or uh, at two new places in the conference, which I thought yeah. was wild. Yeah. Um, at Cincinnati – at Kansas, at Oklahoma State, at BYU. That's it. Never been to two of them. Uh, Kansas is not anywhere that like, – I actually think that this year like, – I don't know how many fans have been to Kansas recently. Probably hardly any other than the folks that are in that area. I agree with that. But if you're ever going to go to Kansas – like this year is probably the year to go. Seriously. To see who may be the best quarterback in the Big 12 and Jalen Daniels. And I, who knows what Kansas looks like at that point. It's going to be the last game in October. Um, you know, they could be, could be bad, right? Or, you know, who knows? They could be, it could be pretty good. I, I think they're, I think Kansas is, has a really good chance to be a middle of the road, perhaps maybe even a little bit better this year if Jalen Daniels stays. We looked healthy. at those FPI rankings yesterday and they had him as the worst team in the Big 12, but I don't believe that for a second. I, I don't no. think that you can have maybe at worst the second best quarterback and be the worst team in the league. Like Kansas will be better than that. That's weighing too heavily on past seasons, I think. Yeah. KKU will be far better than the worst team in the league. But, yeah, I mean, in, in terms of the two road trips, it kind of depends on what you're looking for. I like Lawrence a whole lot more than I like Stillwater, so edge yeah. KU there. But the two environments could be totally different for an OU fan. Like, yeah. it could be a, a nice atmosphere in Lawrence, but most time, most of the time it's 11 a.m. kick in Lawrence, not much of an atmosphere. OSU, if you go to Stillwater for that game, and it does not matter the, the records this year – it, it could be a pretty brutal atmosphere for an OU fan up there. Right. I I think it's gonna be um I think it's gonna be a little wild up there. Yeah. They know it's the last time they're gonna play for a while. Like everything that's happened, the animosity. Yeah, that 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 could be that could be rough for an OU fan up there that day. It could be rough. It could be. Amazing. Very, very <laughs> satisfying. It could be an amazing 90-minute drive back from Stillwater as well. Oh, yeah. It, oh, it, yeah. It could be like, I don't know how the negotiations went on whether or not they should uh, extend Bedlam, but it's like, all right, you don't ever want to play it again. 
let's end this on a uh, on a good note then and uh leave him it thinking could be about it a, a middle fingers out the window drive yeah. back to norman after that game potentially yeah yeah because yeah win or lose you you will not be treated well up there for that oh man and depending like you could have who knows what type of game like you could go up there win big be laughing about it think it's awesome or you go up there and find yourself in a dog fight and i uh, it could be a chippy walk back to the uh the car before the uh before the drive home pretty wild that that i think i if you had to pick, like that's probably the one, right? Just yeah, to, I mean, you're taking a gamble, though. Like it's KU, the one last KU's time. KU's not much of a gamble. Like Lawrence is a fun town. You'll find a good time there. I think they'll win the game. You're not going to get treated poorly. Like yes, like KU is the easier trip to take in terms of that regard. But you're not going to have the fulfilling feeling leaving the stadium like you could with a win at OSU. They're back to back too. They're back-to-back football games, so yeah, you um, man, that's that's interesting. But isn't it crazy that those are the only two road games? I know the only games? two, man. I'm sure some Big Twelve teams are bummed that they don't get one last chance to one last chance to j- chant SEC SEC at OU before they leave. I know. I, here's what's crazy though: if if it weren't at Kansas and at Oklahoma State, like the rest of the you wouldn't people wouldn't be saying well let's go to Iowa State one last time or let's go to West Virginia one last time i guess maybe k state might be one that you'd want to go to yeah. one last time but that's about as good as it gets yeah that would prob that would be the one like if i had to pick i would pick kansas state go to kansas state one <laughs> texas, last time texas by the way is at texas tech so i don't think that their options are much better because they only leave the state twice this year uh, at Alabama and at Iowa State, and Ames or Austin to Ames isn't exactly right down the street. Yeah, yeah. I it's 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 a really really weird year to end uh, our tenure in the Big Twelve. Now, th- uh, his answer though was right, but that's going to be OSU's fans' Super Bowl. If you're confident in your team's ability to spoil the party, you probably want to be there. Like that's actually summed up perfectly. Right. Um, OSU. I don't think their expectations will be high that high this year. This will definitely be a scenario for OSU. Like they beat OU in their last year in the Big Twelve, then they won't have to do many other things to call it a success, uh, successful year. Right. Yeah. Um, how weird is it though? I our final three games in the Big Twelve: West Virginia, BYU, TCU. We don't uh, in the last farewell, last month of the season. I guess we play Oklahoma State the the first weekend in November. But you play three, like air quotes, non traditional Big Twelve yeah. teams. Yeah, it's not some big grandiose exit from the conference, right. is it? No. I guess the TCU game, depending on what they are this year, that could actually be um, a really good home home finisher, but. I'm I'm hesitant to say that at this point. Text line in the 405 says, bring it, talking about uh, going to OSU yeah. this year. Uh, 580, I know why I go back home every year for a game, and this year, because it's our last year in the Big 12, I will be going to the Kansas game. I live in Missouri. Yeah. I, I, I actually think the Kansas game could be a pretty interesting one. Like we said, uh, potentially, like all things equal, 
Jalen Daniels, probably the best quarterback in the Big 12. It's so weird. It's a fitting way to exit this piece of you-know-what <laughs> conference. I inserted the you-know-what. They inserted the four-letter word. Chris says, we will have a chance to play KSU moving forward. They're not Bush League like Oklahoma State's. Yeah, that is that is interesting, and we bring this up quite a bit, but we still don't know. Why it's I don't know if it's ever been verified, and if it has, we don't know who it's going to be. I, we still think that there's a potential that we're playing uh, road Big Twelve non-conference games after we go to the SEC, right? So we'll see if that. that I gives haven't us heard anything definite, but I haven't heard anyone uh, push back on that rumor. Yeah. So uh, take that for, for what it's worth. Camo Sooner says, not sure if y'all heard uh, Toby this morning talking about being in Stillwater last night for Bedlam Baseball. He said that they are really taking us leaving the conference hard. Bless their little hearts. Really? No, I can't believe that that's the truth. Was he joking? Uh, well, OU has a pitcher that played at Oklahoma State, and uh-huh. he came in the game last night and had a pretty rough outing. And I guess they play this during the middle of the game. (laughs) Nice. Funny or D D move, D bag move there. You you say funny. funny? I say that's funny. That's good. You you leave and go to the in-state rival. You got to expect something like that. And Uh, I'm sure that song compared to what, you know, some of the, the folks in the stands may have been saying probably a lot better. Take the money and run to uh, Auburn and Cam Newton running out on the field. Probably the best usage of uh, music to troll an opposing team, I would say, right? <laughs> yes. And the uh, the guy that ran the music for the Alabama football games got far really? because of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. The that dream job a- of all dream jobs, just running the music at Bryant Diddy Stadium. He runs take the he plays take the money and run and gets fired because of it. Well Weak Bama. I'm sure if I know Alabama fans, they probably put up a uh, a GoFundMe or whatever it was at that point and the guy probably lives uh, in a mansion somewhere. Drew from Flower Mound, just imagine what they'll say to Trace Ford. Yeah, that's uh oh boy. Did yep. they did they ever used to say anything to you when you were uh, doing uh, sidelines during the games, or could you not hear because you had those big cans on? I had the big cans on, couldn't really hear, but yeah, they would they would be saying stuff. I don't I don't re- remember anything in particular, but yeah, yeah, they would. Please, for everything that's holy, don't play that noise again. <laughs> Some people paid about a grand to hear mm. that noise in Arlington a couple of weekends ago. Yeah, from the uh, from the third deck. Uh, what amounts to being a quarter mile away. Uh, I can't believe you didn't list Lubbock amongst top road trips. That was, in fact, dripping with sarcasm <laughs> from the 806. Well, we don't play him. We don't get an opportunity. Or, um, well, I think they gave us all we wanted last year, unfortunately. Lloyd says, oh, you will forever be our B5280 uh, suitor. Toby said that they are still deeply butthurt about OU going to the SEC behind their back. Well, well get over yeah. it, guys. Uh, I'm sure. I don't know what they wanted. I, I guess maybe they wanted to go as well. I, I, I Go with us. But. This is a year-and-a-half-old conversation, but it's just it's very ironic that they never wanted to be called little brother. OU goes out and does their own thing, and then all of a sudden they complain about not looking out for them during their whole SEC move.
And I still believe that this is ultimately going to be perhaps the best thing that ever happened to Oklahoma State uh, athletics. OSU don't want to go to the SEC. I mean, we are, I don't know, concerns the right word here, but we're like, okay, like, how's this going to go for OU? But we just saw OSU's recruiting budget last week, right? Yeah. I mean, it's the lowest out of Power 5 programs out there amongst public universities. I they're they're just fine. They're not going to be making as much money as they would in the SEC, but competitively, they're right where they need to be. Yeah. They're I, they're okay. I think they'll be fine. I think they can absolutely thrive. I think the Big 12 is going to be great. Uh I I still believe that sooner rather than later, you're going to be uh, expanding again, the Big 12 is, and perhaps adding some some Pac-12 teams that um, you know could really add to the conference. I I think Oklahoma State's in a really good position, so we'll see what happens. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up in studio today. Hit us on the text line six five one three four three nine. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. How? Remember, find the blue and white to save your life. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you this hour of the rush. I guess not everyone agreed with your take of the uh, Texas spring game on Saturday. You said that, uh, I mean... You you just weren't blown away by what what you saw with Texas, right? Yeah. Um, FanDuel dropped the line in the Alabama-Texas game. Texas was a nine-and-a-half-point dog. Now they're a seven-and-a-half-point dog, I think. They're still a six-and-a-half-point favorite over OU. And I saw some other national writers today saying, yeah, Arch didn't look great, but well, they look pretty good at running back. And Quinn yeah. Ewers looks like he's poised to have a really nice year. Um, I, I think Ewers... I think he looks solid. Um, it really it, it boils down to their offensive line to me. I think if if their offensive line is improved, like uh, some people suggest it may be, then I think Texas could be really solid this year. If it's what we've seen the same thing recently, like, they're going to be better, and then we get there and it just doesn't come to fruition, then I think we're going to see somewhat the same type of, of Texas team. I, it really comes down to their offensive line, and it was difficult for me to tell really in that game. I mean, there was a couple of nice individual runs at running back. We know they're going to be really good at wide receiver and tight end. Quinn Ewers, I think, is, is, is solid. Not great, but still has a lot of time to improve. Yeah, sure. I mean, he's still – this will be just his second year as a full-time starter. So, that's right, and, and I would say that it's, frankly, ridiculous to change your line against Alabama based off of – By two points, by man. By two points based off of what you saw in a spring game. And I, if you're going off of spring games – to adjust that line, you might want to wait until you see Alabama in their spring game, right? You know, they got a new offensive coordinator, a um, couple of different quarterbacks. Oh, that, it'll, it'll shoot back up to a nine-and-a-half point spread yeah. after Alabama plays this weekend. And That's how it's, that'll work. It's probably what you do to generate some more 
it's bets more action. In. Yeah, yeah for so, sure. I don't know. Uh, okay, for the 918, besides the obvious answer, why is Oklahoma State willing to play slash compete with Oklahoma in all sports except football? Why is Oklahoma willing to play slash compete with Oklahoma State in all sports if OSU will not play or participate in football? As Pete said from Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, that don't make no sense. I have no idea. Are we sure that both sides um, – I mean, I think they're going to play in other sports, but like, have we heard officially they're going to play in basketball moving forward or even baseball and softball? I don't, I don't, I don't know if, we, if we've, we've had. I would expect that they will in baseball and softball for sure. Basketball, I don't know. Football sounds like no. Why would they not be willing to play in football? I have no idea. I I would think that considering what type of crowds and and what it brings to to Stillwater whenever Oklahoma's in town that they would want that. But I also understand why Oklahoma may not want it and why Oklahoma State may not want it as far as competitively. Uh, if we're not in the same conference, what's the point? But I don't know. I, I That's all going to take care of itself, and it probably already has. Sure. Uh, let's see. OSU feels like OU and Texas leaving makes the Big 12 a mid-major conference. I don't know. I've kind of feel. I yeah. Like it already is. It is. I feel like the the current Big Twelve members are optimistic about the future of the league competitively. I don't know about financially. Maybe they feel good about that too. But competitively, it feels like there's some uh, real optimism there, whether there should be or not. Here's the thing. Uh, It really doesn't matter. It is a mid-major conference, and that is exactly why Oklahoma is leaving. You cannot be upset that a a big revenue generator for the rest of the teams in the conference has said, we've done all the heavy lifting, we have the exact same share as other schools who do jack squat, doesn't make any sense for us. We're out of here. Like that's just to me, it's common sense. And frankly, um, I'm surprised that all of these conferences signed on to deals like that. You heard how how upset Florida State is with the ACC and the and revenue Clemson, yeah. that, that goes on there. Um, yeah, their 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 deal goes through like uh, I think three thousand uh, is is what yeah. their deal officially is. Yeah, the year three thousand is whenever the the ACC's TV contract with ESPN is up. But Florida State saying, "Listen, um, the revenue that we generate for this conference far exceeds what we are taking out of it. We either need to renegotiate and get a bigger share, or we're looking for other options." And you know, I haven't heard anything else as to what's going on with that. It sounded like right after it came out that the rest of the AC was, ACC was like, okay, we'll talk. Yeah. We'll talk. We'll yeah, s- it's it's died down significantly, yeah. which would make you think that the ACC was, all right, Florida State, Clemson, you're, you're right, we get it. I mean, we'll 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 make some things happen. And from a competitive balance, like I, 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 it probably doesn't matter all that much in the end. But OU is active in the Southeast right now in recruiting. I think mm-hmm. they're actually kind of they're, – they're active everywhere, man. 
They're active out on the East Coast. Um, they're active in the state of Washington on the West Coast. But I think ideally they'd really get a nice foothold in the state of Florida and in the Southeast just as a whole. Um, I wouldn't mind if Florida State kind of stays as an average program in a league like the ACC. And the same yeah. thing for Miami. Yeah. Like it, it, you also have to battle Georgia and Alabama in the state of Florida, not just Florida, Florida State, and Miami. But anything that makes Florida easier for OU, I think the better. And Florida State getting really good again and being an SEC team, I don't think necessarily is the best for OU in that state of recruiting. Right. Yeah, it's – I don't know. It feels like perhaps if the Pac-12 folds, as some suggest it may, that um, – we may be set at least for a little bit in some of the conference stuff. Like if the Pac-12 folds, the ACC, I don't think is going to fold. I think they, at least yeah, 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 it, it yeah, sounds yeah. like yeah. they've always wanted four power conferences. Maybe there's no truth to that. I have no idea, but um, I think the real thing to watch is out on the West coast, not necessarily on the East coast could be wrong though. I, I really don't have any inside Information on that, that's just kind of observation. Uh, from the 405, my hot take is that Texas goes to Tuscaloosa and beats Alabama outright and then returns, goes to Dallas and gets beat by double digits. Is would, Wow, that'd be, a, that'd be a statement win for sure. Uh, well, let me ask, because I tend to believe that we want nothing good for Texas, right? I can understand, and I'm not the texter wasn't saying this. He's just saying that he thinks that this could possibly happen. But as as Oklahoma fans, there's probably the thought of it would be good for Texas to go beat Alabama, show up high on the hog um, with a you know top two or three ranking in the country, and lose to Oklahoma in uh, the Cotton Bowl. I can understand the the thinking on that but you don't want that I, I, yeah. you, you want Texas to get beat by Alabama by 75 points and then you beat Texas you want by you want them to have as, well. as little momentum as possible exactly. and even though they would lose to OU by double digits which would heavily swing that rivalry back in OU's favor um they, could, they would they still have momentum from the band. Yeah, they would have momentum from the Alabama win, and that's not that's not what you want. That's your biggest rival on the field. That's your biggest recruiting rival. It's your biggest rival in kind of every sense of uh, as a program. So you, yeah, I I totally agree with that. Just think of it this way: they played Alabama close at home last year, went eight and five. And have momentum from... Top five! ESPN yeah. FPI we saw yesterday. Top five. They got momentum from losing to Alabama last year and finishing the season eight and five. I, I can't even imagine what the momentum would be had they beaten Alabama or if they beat them this year. Like, they may cancel the rest of the season. Well, they may let uh, Texas play the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game this year. Instead of the uh, Buffalo Bills, or first round buy in the NFL playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, Texas could beat the Chiefs. They could get a pass rush on Patty Mahomes. You know, we did see that in the Alabama game. Yeah, someone just texted us uh, any messages while I'm here, and they sent us a photo of driving into the Mule Shoe City limits, 
where the speed limit is uh, 50 miles per hour. Oh, wow. I think you could do some some decorative work on that mule shoe town sign city limit population whatever you could come up with something (laughs) across it population scum i've never been to mule shoe uh we'll never go to mule shoe you don't know that i know that mule shoe looks exactly like i thought it would actually there's a little there's a few more trees headed into mule shoe in this photo than i thought there'd be i didn't think there'd be any trees in mule shoe it looks like when you pull into town, someone walks over to your car and says, you ain't from around here, are you? Oh, 100%, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, wonder how, nice. that, I wonder how they feel. That small town who probably had a – I'm sure it's a, like a tech town because it's close yeah. to Lubbock, but I'm sure they were rooting for OU for a while, um, how the, the locals in that town felt about all of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's one thing to root for Oklahoma – out in Muleshoe, Texas, it's, it's another thing to root for Southern California, you know? I don't think that's probably welcome too much in Muleshoe, Texas, if I had to guess. Doesn't really fit the uh, the population, whatever it was there, 500 or whatever on he that He probably time. gets a lot of tax jokes when he uh, comes back to visit, I would imagine. Yeah. They probably, he probably lands a private jet there somewhere, <laughs> Muleshoe. <laughs> that's that's got, relatable to everyone got, in town. Brings in the the G5 on the dirt runway out there where the crop dusters land. All right, quick time out. More from The Rush coming up. We'll hit some things that caught my eye next. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. How good does it feel to shop Lander Chevrolet of Norman? Huge savings are back good, like $5,000 off and 3.9% financing for 60 months on 2023 Silverado Crew Cabs, or take a total of $62.50 off MSRP. Plus, you get honest and transparent pricing. No surprise add-ons. So feel good and shop Lander Chevrolet of Norman and LanderChevroletNorman.com. Find new roads. Must finance with GM Financial. Offer for very well-qualified buyers. WAC. The new In Motion Clinic in Norman will work with each patient to take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Functional sports medicine physician Amanda Sadler, MD, is committed to spending time with each patient to help them achieve top-level energy, strength, endurance, and performance. She specializes in the treatment of gut health issues, hormonal health, immune system support, joint pain, fatigue, and thyroid dysfunction. To learn more about functional sports medicine or to schedule an appointment, call 405-515-4040. At In Motion, what moves you moves us. For three generations, the John M. Ireland and Son Funer Home and Chapel in Moores continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre-planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family-owned and operated funer home. Award-winning funeral home year after year, our family believes in serving the people of our community. I'm John Ireland. And I'm Solon Daniels. You've, You've got, got our, our word on it. It's not a game of inches, it's a game of edges. And who has it? Pitcher or batter? Catcher or runner? Power or finesse? Bring it up! And you can unhitch the wagon while you're at it! All the edges come together right here on your home for Oklahoma baseball. Catch the entire 2023 season right here on the Ref 1400 AM, 99.3 FM, and on the go on the KREF app. The home of Sooner fans and your flagship station for Sooner baseball. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. 
I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Spring is here at Markham's Nursery. Now's the time to plant your trees, shrubs, and flowers, and we have it all at Markham's. But keep in mind, what you plant is only as good as what you plant it in. At Markham's, we mix our own customized 100% organic soils, scientifically formulated to grow crops the natural way. Our soils are perfect for bed prep, strengthening your own garden soils, and to home garden your own foods. Come spend the day with us. Markham's Nursery, just add the sun. This is Mark Van Hoos, owner of Van Hoos Fence. Van Hoos Fence has years of experience and proven superior performance, kind of like a certain head ball coach. We know Van Hoos Fence offers the best value and service for your residential, commercial, or sports fencing needs. Whether it's a new install or repair work, let Mark and his team at Van Hoos Fence be your trusted resource. Call us today at 405-735-1167. Save yourself from Googling it up. Go to vhfence.com. They will work with you in a great way. Tired of your current living situation? With a variety of locations and over 40 floor plans to choose from, you can't lose with Home Creations. Every Home Creations home comes with enhanced included features such as built-in tornado safety features, quartz countertops, wood-like tile, and so much more. Live like a champion today by calling Holly of Home Creations at 405-364-9999 for more information. Home Creations. Yala Gosney Law is bringing you what caught Teddy's eye. We'll get to, uh, actually, here, we'll go ahead and get to it. When you call a law firm, do you want to actually talk to a lawyer at WIG? Communication is a priority. West Yala Gosney Law, 405-800-8080. It's 405-800-8080. Yeah, my reader wasn't pulling up there for a second, so let's get to it. Story number one is. Um, Let's start here. A lot of speculation starting to... uh, um, suggest that Bryce Young is going to be the number one overall pick um, to the Carolina Panthers. The GM came out and said he hasn't told anyone who's going to be number one, but a lot of people, for whatever reason, are starting to believe that. Now, fully admit, I didn't think Jalen Hurts was going to be nearly as good as he's been so far, just signed the, the biggest contract in NFL history. So, Think about that whenever I say this. I'm not so sure about Bryce Young in the NFL. I'm not either. I was sitting in the exact same seat that you're in two hours ago, and during a break I looked up to the TV on your right there, and it was someone on ESPN saying, all right, best-case scenario. Like, okay, here's best-case scenario with Bryce Young's career. And it said Joe Burrow. I said, Joe Burrow, a top three quarterback right now in the NFL? A a no doubt, like, he's going to be a Hall of Famer? That's the best case for his career? Yeah, I'd say so. The problem is, I don't see too many similarities between Bryce Young and Joe Burrow. I thought that was odd. Don't tell me what the best case is. Tell me what the worst case is. That's a little bit more intriguing. I don't know. 
I feel like he is, and I know they protect the quarterbacks way more, so it's not as big of a factor, but he seems very frail and thin. Uh, like, Kyler Murray is small, but he's jacked. He is, he's got some real thickness to his build, and Bryce Young seems, seems frail to me. I, I could be wrong, but um, that's noteworthy. And, you know, a little bit of a connection there, Alabama connection. Tua, I thought it was interesting that he said that he considered retiring after uh, the multiple concussions that he had, but decided to come back. Has probably something to do with the salary. And yeah. Also, yeah. he has been training with the jujitsu instructor and learning how to fall. Huh. I've heard of, uh, like, defensive ends, edge pass rushers. Working with jujitsu instructor, instructors, just like hands and how to maneuver their body and you know all that to basically come up with pass rushing moves that right. no can defense, like Mr. Miyagi said. Um, but I never heard of a quarterback doing that. Yeah, he's trained with the jujitsu coach this offseason. He's still a white belt as of April, but said the experience has taught him how to distribute his weight and energy while while falling. We use crash pads. Um, learned about tucking your chin. That was one of the deals. But it went a lot more into the technique of how to disperse your energy when you fall. We'll see. Um, I think – who was that that slung him around and <laughs> slammed him on his head last year? You remember that? I do remember it. I don't remember it was who it was, but yeah, It made him look like a rag doll. Um, the last thing I've got is I saw this. Joe Mixon has pled not guilty to the menacing charge. Now – if you'll remember, whenever that whole situation that happened, um, it didn't appear as if he was ever going to be charged. But Hamilton County said at the time that they have a they they do have the ability to revisit, and they did, and they charged him. And there's still not a lot known, at least that that I've been able to find about exactly what happened. A teenage boy, a neighbor, was out playing a, a game with, like, some type of toy guns, and at some point someone shot at him, I guess, and almost shot him, uh, like, by his feet, by his legs or something. It's pretty wild, but Joe Mixon was uh, has been charged with menacing, and he's pled not guilty. Hmm. Uh, first one I have, for, uh, where does McDonald's fries rank on the uh... – on the fries rankings for fast food joints. Unfortunately, I rank them very high. Yeah, maybe even number one. Now, there is a TikToker out there mm-hmm. that claims to know McDonald's juiciest secrets, and he has delivered a shocking allegation online. McDonald's world-famous fries are far from vegetarian-friendly. Apparently, they taste so good because McDonald's cooks their fries with beef-flavoring Mixed within their vegetable oil, said the TikToker. And that post served up a cool 9.6 million views. It's why the fries taste so good, but it's probably bad news for vegetarians. Huh. I know some vegetarians are probably going to be upset about that. I, on the other hand, am thinking, huh, that's actually a good idea. You know, I cook stuff in uh, bacon grease all the time. So that's not a shock there. Have you ever seen them... Take the, 
gigantic salt shaker and put it on put it on the fries. It's incredible. Yeah, how it looks much like it's enough to kill someone. Basically, A <laughs> yes. uh, and M fans are very optimistic going into this oh, year really? after a bad year last year. Message boards geniuses uh, published a message board post by Texags at A and M website. The post reads this: an outlook of three to four losses at best combined with an incredibly boring style of play and the most unlikable coaching staff in all of football, I really don't get how anyone is excited about A&M football at this point. Huh. Oh, boy. Well, I don't know. Um, we'll see what happens. Are they? Are you telling me that they're not thrilled with what Badrino has done with the, uh, with the offense? Uh, I it's just shocking that they're finally admitting it's the most unlikable coaching staff in college football. So I guess not. <laughs> Last one. I have um, Washington quarterback, Michael Penix jr. We appreciate him yeah. because he beat Texas in the Alamo bowl last year. They got high expectations this year. Unlike Texas A&M, which we just read, Michael Penix jr. Says quote, our expectations are a national championship. Hey. That's what we all want, and that's what we believe we can get. That's just my confidence. Do you have any confidence Washington can win a national championship this college football season? Um, no, but it would not – it wouldn't be a massive shock should they make the college football playoff. Sure. They play uh, – Who's their non-con? Boise State, Tulsa, at Michigan State. Okay, they should be able to handle that. USC has to go to Notre Dame. Oregon has to go to Texas Tech. Uh, U- Utah has to play Florida and at Baylor. So, all of the other big-time Pac-12 contenders have a much tougher non-con mm-hmm. than uh, Washington. Uh, Washington has um, – Cal at home, Oregon at home, Arizona State at home, Utah at home, Washington State at home. They are on the road at Arizona, Stanford, Southern Cal, and Oregon State. So they play the full slate. They play Oregon, Southern Cal, and Utah, the teams that um, I think most people would, would suggest are going to be at the top of that. That, dude, the Pac-12 is going to be good. I'm sorry, but the Pac-12 is going to be fun. The this records year. may not show it this year. Yeah. Uh, I, I still think that it's crazy just to say they can be a good league and not have a playoff team. Actually, I don't know. Maybe those things go hand in hand together in college football, but it'll at least be the best the league has been in a while. Right. Someone says recreational pot is legal in Washington, right? Didn't they make like heroin legal <laughs> or something? I think, out I there? think that was Oregon oh, okay. that did that. Which you know, go figure, right? Yeah. All right. Um, Oregon's well, just Northern California. Hey, I uh, Washington has the schedule to be able to do it. If they were able to make that gauntlet, win the Pac-12 with one loss, uh, depending on what what the narrative is, maybe two losses. I you know I I don't know, but it's going to be difficult for Washington. Yeah, but they have could have the second best quarterback. Yeah, what he he threw for like. 4,500 yards or something crazy last year. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush, 4,600. More from the rush coming up. We will uh, wrap up our number two next. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans.
How good does it feel to shop Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman? Huge savings are back good, like $8,000 off the 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee, or $6,800 off the 2022 Renegade, and $5,500 off the 2022 Compass during the Jeep Celebration event. Plus, you always... Our daughters and our sisters and our mothers. Wounded Warrior Project came into my life and taught me how to stand back up and get back in the fight. The truth is, I think we all have this strength inside of us, but until you're tested, you just don't know it's there. See how Wounded Warrior Project empowers women veterans like Beth by visiting woundedwarriorproject.org slash empowerwomenvets. When you're high, you feel different. You think different, you talk different, you draw different, you listen to music different, but you probably knew that. Problem is, you also drive different, and not in a good way. That's why driving high is illegal everywhere. So if you're high, just don't drive. Make a plan to get a sober ride. Because if you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Dot, the safety sentinel. Did you know speeding was the leading cause of work zone collisions in 2020 and 2021? When passing by those orange cones, be sure to take extra precautions to slow down, put away distractions, and keep extra space between you and the vehicles ahead of you. When driving through work zones, we want you and our crews to make it home safe and help us make Oklahoma safe. This message is brought to you by Oklahoma Transportation and the Oklahoma Turnpike Authority. Things like grass clippings and leaves can contribute harmful levels of nutrients into our surface and drinking water. We must improve water quality at Lake Thunderbird, our main drinking water source, which begins with taking care of our stormwater. Bag your clippings when mowing or leave them to break down and nourish your lawn. We drink our stormwater, so don't blow it by leaving your grass clippings in the street. For more information, visit bit.ly forward slash Norman Stormwater. Does your checking account come with respect, gratitude, wisdom? At Armstrong Bank, that's what you can expect. For more than a century, we've been serving up exceptional customer service and financial guidance to our customers across Oklahoma and Arkansas. Open a checking account today so we can serve you too. Armstrong Bank, strength runs in our family. Visit armstrong.bank today. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you this hour of the rush. High of 63 on Saturday, 2.30 is the OU spring game. A lot of questions today. What channel is that going to be on? ESPN Plus is where the game's going to be televised. You on radio or TV? Radio. Okay. Chad McKee on the play-by-play call. Um, I will be doing color Perhaps from the booth, perhaps from the sideline. Yikes. As uh, Gay Bikerd may have a kid show up on uh, on Saturday and may have to bail. So, uh, yeah, be on radio. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, from the 918, good good, uh, good question. Hotter of those hot takes. Wor- they spelled it Washington. Nice. Washington, Natty, or Texas at number five? Well, uh, Washington did split for a national championship back in 91, I think it was, with Miami. So a Texas top five finish has come since then, but it's it's been a while since Texas has finished in the top five. 
Yeah. Pro- it had to have been 2009 was the last time. Been over a decade. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it, it, it's hard to know exactly what all they have coming back. Um, I know they've got Penix coming back, like I said, through for 4,600 yards last year, 31 touchdowns. Um, you know, and he can he can run around uh, as well. Added four touchdowns on the ground. You know, they've they've traditionally played good defense. I don't know if that's held up. You know, their defensive coordinator went to Texas, so probably I don't know. one of those where a skill position they could match up potentially, but in the trenches, that's where they'd have a really difficult yeah. time. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I I would say that you know Washington. I don't know what what they win last year. Did they win ten games last year? Uh, they with that Alamo Bowl win, I think they were probably. I'm going to guess ten and three. Yeah, they were eleven and two last Ooh, year. Eleven and two, nice. They lost a close one to UCLA and a close one at Arizona State of all places. Like they may have been knocking on the door of going last year and beat Texas in the Alamo Bowl. Handily. Um, I would I would suggest that they'll be a better team than Texas next year. With uh, they're going to have a better quarterback. Uh, they've got a tougher schedule, though, so I don't know what you make of that. It's yeah. going to be difficult. Yeah, uh, we'll uh, we'll kind of look forward to this uh, spring game coming up on Saturday. Going to be a big recruiting weekend, though, man. Defensive lineman will be in town. Offensive lineman will be in town. Portal wide receiver will be Ooh. in town. Um, quarterback commit. I'm guessing at least one of those will be in town potentially. So. You, um, they are doing a much better job in recruiting of really kind of recruiting high-level players all across the field. You know, we saw so many classes before that were heavy wide receiver classes or heavy skill position player classes. They've got to up their talent on the defensive side. We say that all the time, but they're they're doing a they're doing a good job of that through recruiting. Yeah, or at least a, a much better job. Right. Yeah. Um, they are. There's going to be a good group there. They're in on some big, big time defensive linemen. I don't know who all of, of those guys is going to be there, but it's going to be a good group. And I'm just glad the the weather and the festivities are going to be bustling for all those guys. All right, quick timeout. We got the final hour of the rush coming up next. Stay with us. And some